live from the San Fernando Valley to all the perverted minds around the world. It's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, the Porn Director Podcast, starring award-winning director and one of the black belts of porn, just Dave. And at the other side of the dojo, the other black belt of porn, purveyor of the DSA, and the number one producer in the business, Khan. Lest we not forget the best music producer and audio engineer money can buy, Seth. You can email us at Dave at PornDirectorPodcast.com, Khan at PornDirectorPodcast.com, and Seth at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Follow us on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, and OnlyFans. Without further ado, let's talk porn. O-M-G. Guess who's back? We were gone, but not forgotten. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. All sorts of changes has happened since uh, you last heard from us. I think it's been about two years since we've done a broadcast. Almost, yeah, almost two years, as a matter of fact. So live in studio with us is uh, a masked Seth because he is COVID conscious. We're all COVID conscious here. Uh, everyone in this room is COVID tested because we are part of the industry. Well, not so much Seth, but he's got a job that gets him COVID. How often are you getting COVID tested? Every two days getting COVID tested. So I'm doing a lot of mainstream work now. So yeah. Yep, so if you that. hear Seth a little muffled, it's it's because uh, he's got to do it for his job, even though I was tested on, when? I just think I was tested on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're back. We're going to start bringing the podcast back. Uh, we're currently in a temporary studio right now, which is just like a, a, a bedroom of a pretty small apartment. It's probably 700 square foot apartment with two bedrooms. So pretty small, but we're we're stuck in here. Um, Sal is doing his thing. He's got other business elsewhere. He's been working a lot, um, and pretty much said, Hey, I'm too busy, but you have my blessing to keep going. Um, so there's no drama there. Everyone's, uh, in, in good. And Sal, I'm sure will be a visitor to the podcast when he's available. Um, but in the meantime, we've found a replacement or I should say he found us. Um, so this guy and I kind of go back far. We knew about each other for years, and then we finally met, and we had a pretty interesting meeting um, a few years back, and we'll tell that story in a minute. But um, where, where to begin? Um, well, I want to say thank you to everyone that still emails us. I was checking emails the other day and uh, responded to some emails and told them we are... Yeah. We are good to go. So. Dude, with your mask, just put it to the side closer to you. All right, like this? Does that sound better? Yeah, even, even closer to your mouth. Sound better right That's here? better. Right, Perfect. right. Okay. It sounds like you have a lisp. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, thank you everyone for emailing us because that, that was really good. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got some emails too, but we're back. We never really wanted to stop, but we had to move studios and then we have equipment malfunctions and... Um, then there was like, oh, we're going to do this first and then we'll get to it. And then COVID hit, but we are back. The studio is built. Uh, new equipment has been bought. Um, we will be back and as regular as ever, uh, with some changes. Um, 
we have a new guest host who, yes, is a porn director. Yes, indeed. And so uh, how many porns have you directed, sir? Wow. I think uh, I have to be up around just tipping over 3,000. 3,000. How 3, many? What awards do you have? Give us some awards. Oh, man. Uh, shit. Give us one you're happy with. Uh, best anal. Best anal, and how big was it? Mandingo in your ass, or <laughs> <laughs> no? I've, I've I've shot so much in yeah. so many different genres as well. So list off uh, some of the uh, studios you've shot for. Um, let's see. Uh, God, I shot for a bunch of European companies that I forgot because they were small. And All then right. uh, I shot for Porn.com. I shot for Wanks. Um, I shot for Brazzers for four and a half years. I shot for Blacked. Uh, Blacked Raw helped create that with uh, Greg Lansky. Um, what else? Uh, Bang Bros, uh, Interracial Pass, Hush Pass. Um, it's weird. It's I forget a lot, but it's like. Those are some big ones, though. Yeah. yeah. No, it's. it's oh, it doesn't uh, get any bigger than Brazzers. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. But so, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, senoras and senoritas, let's introduce you guys to my good friend, Just Dave. Welcome to the studio, Dave. Just Dave. Welcome, Dave. (laughs) Welcome. Why, thank you, Con. Why, thank you. Dude, so I'm excited to have Dave on here because Dave um, has what I call jujitsu mentality. where it's basically you don't have a filter from your brain to your mouth. Um, so there's probably going to be some edits that eventually are going to happen when we do our our shows because he's going to say some stuff uh, that I'll be like, oh, we can't put that on there or something like that. Uh, but so for this podcast, uh, we don't have a guest. Uh, I figured everyone would want to know who Dave is, kind of. Gotta give him an intro. Give him an intro, get everyone acclimated to him. He's going to be the new co-host. We'll have Sal on when he's available as well. He can get in studio. But but Dave is uh, sitting in what I would have called the Sal seat. Um, Mm -hmm. And Seth's going to be here helping us as as well. So um, everything's going to be back to normal. We're happy to be back. We're excited to be back. We have some other changes to to be happening. Um, This video isn't... This podcast is not being videoed um so it won't get added to our only fans but the next ones will be on video and we'll have a guest and everything but with this this podcast i wanted everyone to get to know dave so this is all about dave dave you are the man tonight nobody wants dave to see three dudes no one wants night. to see three dudes no no one <laughs> wants to see i don't even want to see two dudes i know two dudes and unless a guy with a condom on his face <laughs> unless they're <laughs> with a chin diaper on unless they're um Unless they're like fucking DPing some hot ass girl. Yeah, well, yeah. we got no girl. All right, so this show is about Dave, uh, otherwise known as Just Dave. So I think I'm going to start with kind of how I know Dave, um, which I think is a great story. And Seth, you don't know this, I so, don't know the so story feel either. free no, to to give your opinions or ask any questions on it. Um, so those of you who don't know, I've been in jujitsu. I don't know. It's been like. 18 years, even though I haven't really trained hard since I broke my back in 2014, but I've been in jujitsu and there's just kind of names you hear in jujitsu. Like when you're in jujitsu, you'll say, Oh, like, Oh, my friend Dave used to be my sensei and he used to teach me 
blah, blah, blah. And you hear about Dave and Dave's last name and stuff like that. And you hear this name and you're like, oh, cool. That's the American black belt from back in. What year did you get your black belt in? in uh, I got a black belt in 2000 and I started Brazilian jiu-jitsu in 1991. Yeah. So he was probably like top 20 first American black belts. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Of top 20. And that's a big deal. Like anyone who trains jiu-jitsu or MMA knows how hard it is to get a, a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And he got it before it was like super popular because not until UFC really exploded in the mid to late 2000s. Yeah, something like that. You know, like Dave was doing it when it was in a, in someone's garage, you know? So <laughs> I had known, I've heard, oh, this guy, Dave, he teaches down uh, down in uh, the Bay Area. Oh, he teaches up in the Valley here. And I've, I heard Dave, 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 Dave. And I don't, I don't think anything of it, like, you know, oh, it's that American black belt named Dave. Never met him, just heard of him, right? Because hmm. um, I've, I've been around for a long time too, but I was too busy doing my rave DJ thing. And I was doing like jujitsu, just as fun to stay in shape and be able to protect myself. And it was fun, right? Um, so I didn't go to tournaments. I didn't go to seminars. I didn't do that. But I knew of this black belt named Dave. So I didn't think anything of it. So fast forward years down the line, um, in 2014, which is funny because that's when I stopped training jujitsu, <laughs> um, I meet Adriana Chechik. And Adriana Chechik and I are hanging out a lot. And she knew I was a black belt. And she's like, oh, um, I got a friend who's got a black belt in as well. And I was like, well, what kind of black belt is it? And she's like, I don't know. Some, some, and she didn't understand didn't the difference know. between karate. Jiu -jitsu. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, some fucking dude's got a judo or a karate black belt, taekwondo, something like that. Or God forbid ninjutsu or some kind of terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible martial art. And she's like, yeah, my friend Dave has a black belt. And I, and I don't correlate you don't put old school Dave black belt jujitsu with Dave, my friend Dave has a black belt because there's lots of Daves and there's lots of black belts out there. And, and I don't know. And she's like, yeah, apparently he says he kicks ass or whatever. Da, da, da. Just kind of like <laughs> dismisses him. She's like, but I think he's full of it. Right. And I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, if I ever meet him, I'll tell you if he's full of it or not. <laughs> so in return, Adriana is telling her, hey, this guy I'm seeing, Cade, is a black belt. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, Dave, were you thinking, yeah, sure, he is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Every, everyone says they're so at that point you had not met yet or anything like, so we have never met face to face like nice. and he knew more of like my brother who runs on the mat.com i know his brother yeah. since 95 yeah wow so you so, know him a long time well, it's like you dude you just it was a small world it's a back small then. world everyone knows yeah. everyone so i wasn't like um socially involved in jujitsu because i wasn't going to like seminars i wasn't going I was just going to my classes, training, and then going and trying to bang girls at raves, right? Like that was, I was, I was a rave DJ. Uh, so that was my priority back then. So, um, but I was working my way up the ladder. I, I, you know, I got my black belt in 2012. Um, but see. so, um, anyway, so Adriana's telling Dave when she shoots with him, oh, this guy I'm seeing is a black belt. And were you like, yeah, sure he is. Yeah, I brushed it off because it's like, you know, everyone says they're a black belt. And I'm like, what is he, a black belt in UFC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you a black belt? That People say that shit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 
Adriana's shooting with him. She's like, yeah, Dave, you know, he, sa- he says he's a black belt. Da, 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 da. And like, we never meet. And Adriana are probably hanging out for like a year. <laughs> and finally, like, I have to go pick up Adriana from set. And she's like, she comes, she's like, come in and um, call, call Dave out on his shit. Because I'm always like, this guy's probably not a black belt. Like, if I would have heard of him or, or something because I didn't know your last name or, or whatever. Right, right. And like, I don't know if you're using a different last name in porn or what. So I was like, I've never heard of this guy. I doubt he's a black belt. But in the back of my head, I was like, well, he could be because there's so many new black belts I don't know about. Because if you go to like 2008 and before, I knew every American black belt. Like there was so few that it was like not everybody kind of so, knew each other. So I, I walk in and, and Adrian is like, go, go call him out on a shit. And I'm all like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I walk in and, and uh, like me and Dave just kind of like side eye each other and like, you where do you train at? Right. And I'm like, well, I trained with Eddie, Bra- Eddie Bravo. Dave's like, you trained, you trained with everyone. So I don't remember who you said you trained. Oh, Hegan. I think he told me Hegan yeah, Machado. I got a black belt under Hegan Machado. Yeah. So he's like, Hegan Shimat. So I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like, um, and, and then, I, and I used to teach Eddie Bravo's group class. Right. So he used to teach my sensei and, and Machado and technically I, my lineage is Machado as well. Cause I got a black belt under Eddie who got it from John Jock Machado, who's Hegan Machado's brother. So there's kind of two big families of jujitsu, the Gracie's everyone knows about, but the more technical and probably the better, in my opinion, is the Machado's of course. I'm a little bit biased. Um, so Dave and I just kind of eye each other. Where did you train at? Where did you train at? Do you know this? Do you know this? So it, it was all of 25 it, seconds. I don't even think it was 25 seconds. <laughs> it, it was less than a minute. For it was, sure. it was 10 seconds. And I was all like, hey, what's Oh, Adriana doing that during this. Well, time? she was cleaning up cause she was done on set. I think Dave was running camp. Was that porno Dan's, uh, studio, right? I don't even remember. Where. It was at porno Dan's little warehouse up here. That's funny. Yo. You're going to call me on my shit. And yeah. then on top of it, I'm 225. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to like, I've had, and you've had situations before where um, someone says they're a black belt and then you're like, okay, what, who are you black belt under? And then they're like, oh, uh, Ricardo uh, Gracie uh, from Brazil. He, he's from Brazil. You won't know him, right? We, yeah, it's happened. No, we're going to know. We're going to yeah. know. It, it's happened, right? It's happened. There's, there are people who are fake black belts out there. Just Google it. They're super fun to watch because like people like uh, bullshito.com will call them out on their shit and video it. It's hilarious. So Dave and I have literally like a 10 second conversation. We're like, oh, okay, we're on the same page here. Like she's, he's legit. We're both like, oh, we're legit. And then we were immediately friends. Like you can't be a grappler and not be friends, especially if you're an American grappler from the days where it was like Americans versus Brazilians. It's still like, like that. And yeah, you well, there, there's some gray areas, but like back then it was like us Americans need to stick together. I don't think there's that kind of, uh, uh, I don't know. It's there, after but after this weekend. Oh yes. Well, that's a whole nother, uh, after different topic. Yeah. So, so Dave and I just kind of assess each other real quickly and we just realize, yes. Okay. We're, we're, we're happy with you saying you have a black belt. You're legit. I'm legit. We're, we're friends now. So, we became friends, and uh, we, became, you, you, we became friends fast. Yeah, very quickly. Um, it, it was like we we spoke the same language, um, so that was kind of it. And then I then I think I finally figured out. Oh, you're the Dave that used to teach uh, 
Lovato or you're the Dave who used to teach Eddie or, you know, right. like, oh, we have so many mutual friends in Jamie, Jamie, our friend, Jamie, I won't yeah. say his last name. We know the same people. And like, we were like, we knew everyone who was the exact same. We just hadn't met in person. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Jamie's yeah. uh, one of my best friends. He's uh he's a second Englishman in the world to get a black belt. Yeah. Yeah, we won't. I don't know if he wants us to mention because he's kind oh, of a, no, yeah. a big business guy. We won't. We won't mention his name. But uh, so yeah, we decided we were we were legit. But so that's kind of how we met. It was a funny story because you know we were both sniffing around, waiting to hear smell the bullshit. And, and there was wait, Adriana, it never would have happened. Right, right. And like <laughs> what? It's so random because it's like I've known of Dave for many, many years, um, and I never thought I would meet him through porn, and. That's what happened. Wow. Now, have you ever sparred against each other, though? Uh, yeah. So he's to keep oh. crush me. He's oh, okay. he crush me. No, no problem. Yeah. For those of you that are not in the studio and can't see, Dave is a jacked, ripped guy. Yeah. He's yeah. got he's got some muscle on him. Well, we'll have to play on or off with him later. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so going back to Dave, uh, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you on here. Have you done uh, hosted any other podcasts before? No. Generally, uh, I've been doing porn since two thousand. I started uh, PAing, and then uh, I got into directing in 2004. Wow, that was like a quick hop. Yeah, I started off on the internet side. Right. So, yeah, let's back up a little bit here. Um, How did you get your first porn gig? Uh, I had a friend I went to school with, uh, law school, Mm -hmm. and uh, he asked me, hey, you minored in photography. Do you mind taking some photos? And I told him, well, I got a girlfriend. She's going to be upset if I take pictures of naked girls. Okay, so this guy was starting a website, already had one. No, he was starting one. Okay. Did, can you name the site, what it is uh, now? Or? Yeah, it was uh, A Lucky Stranger. A- so is it still around or no? Uh, probably, if you Google let, it. Let, let's pull it up. Let's on. find it. <laughs> Con finds everything. A Lucky Stranger. A Lucky Stranger.com? Yeah. Dude, that is hilarious. Let's see. Let's see what umbrella. a lucky strain. Uh, no, if the domain is expired, but let's see if we can. That was a fun project. <laughs> let's see, a lucky stranger porn videos e porner. Uh, Courtney gets tight cunt pounded. That's probably yeah. Tanya hot brunette gets. I was talking to Courtney the other day. <laughs> Courtney rides and fucks doggy. All right. So there's some old stuff out there. Yeah. It, I don't even know what happened to it, but what the whole concept was is we were shooting Craigslist guys and Craigslist hookers. Literally. Nice. Not even porn and This girls. is back when you could do that. Uh, yeah. That's Craigslist when Craigslist had, um, what was the erotic encounters? Yeah. I, I never booked them. My friend yeah. did. He just yeah. said, hey, take photos. And wow. I started taking photos. That was before Backpage, right? Yeah, oh, way before way Backpage. Before, like yeah. at one point, like you could easily get laid off Craigslist. There was uh, erotic encounters. Then there was there was a straight up hooker area. What was that called? Erotic services. No way. So erotic services were for the hookers and and stuff. And then erotic encounters were for casual hookups. And dude, like. I, I can tell you in like 2006, 2007, 2008, like I was probably getting laid off Craigslist twice a month, different girls. Wow. Right? Yeah, you got and, me going wild too. And a lot of, um, that's surprising. A lot of, uh, 
guys pretending to be trying to catfish to get like dick pics and stuff. And, but you quickly learn to weed those ones out. Like you can smell it. Like the way they message you like, Hey stud, like no girl talks like that. No girl talks like, Hey stud. Uh, Or if they start with like bro, bro, bro is another one. Like anyway, but that, those were the good old days. Like Craigslist was seriously the place to go to get some nay nay on the side. Yeah, so. I was uh, clueless. I mean, I just got a digital camera, no lights. <laughs> Who needs lighting? Oh, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I know what aperture is. I can take a photo. I didn't even know what aperture was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You were a minor in photography. Like, how uh, did you well, not learn no, that? No, no. I mean, I knew what aperture was, but I just threw it on auto because I was too busy, like, really almost not looking at naked girls. Right. I wasn't concentrating. So, just- so. What what happened? Like you turned him down first because you had a girlfriend and you didn't want to freak out. On oh, her. then she uh, broke up and uh, broke my heart. Actually, it's probably uh, the first girl to really like break my heart. Now she broke up because of that. No, oh. uh, <laughs> we broke up just randomly. We're still actually really good friends. So when I won my Brazzers contract, uh, I sent her the article million dollar contract. And, oh Jesus! Oh yeah, I, and you know she's like single mom, divorced, and. Wow. And then I sent her the article. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I use that as a uh, motivation. Yeah. Hey. Um so so she breaks up with you. And then you just what? You like how long was it after he asked you to take photos? Oh, dude, I started a week later. <laughs> You're like, "Hey, remember that job you had for me? What what was he paying you if you don't mind me asking?" Um, I was getting like 100 bucks. A hundred bucks a shoot. Yeah, it wasn't even much because what happened is I owned a laser lighting company and I was making good two three thousand dollars a month doing electronic clubs. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's funny because I was I was doing that? clubs. Yeah, like, you were doing clubs. I was doing raves. That's so crazy. And uh, he that's what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was working for a lot of the Hollywood promoters, and I had a bunch of employees because you know I just started stacking gear and then. Uh, I had good relationships, so I had, like, five guys working for me, and I didn't really have to go to work. So uh, I just did the porn thing more for fun. Nice. And so <laughs> what was your first shoot like? Like, when you got on site, what what was it? Um, It was funny. And you I, were doing photos. You weren't running video. No, not at all. I was only doing photos. Okay. I was uh, kind of an angry guy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, guys are, like, trying to get their dick hard with a condom. And uh, I'm like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> come on, get your dick hard. Okay. Now, did, did they require condoms back then, or is it just we, do, do, two, they were two doing... clueless people? I just didn't know. Okay. Yeah, we didn't know. We're getting hookers. Wow. Off, we're getting hookers off of uh, Craigslist, and <laughs> and we were getting real strangers, guys that yeah. said they can do it, and we we're getting real strangers. And and I don't know how many times we've covered this topic on this show. Those of you who think you can do porn. You can't do porn. I'm telling you, there is 1% of men in the world who can do porn. Do you think it's 1% or do you think it's no, lower? Less than 1%. Probably... You think it's lower, Dave? Uh, way lower. Lower. So you think it's like 0.5% I... of the population? I don't, dude, it's, it's way less than that. Like 5%. one in a thousand? No, it's like more like maybe one in a couple million. 
Really? You think it's that high? Yeah, it's that high. Yeah, I think so, too. I shot 80 guys. Out of 80 guys, one can do it. Remember when yeah. Jack did Brazil? <laughs> oh, Jack, Jack Brazil? Jack well, Brazil. Uh, if, I mean, if you really want to look on my Twitter, I got on my pinned tweet. Um, I had a. Oh, what's your Twitter? Give your Twitter out. Just Dave Triple X at Twitter. Just Dave Triple X. Don't forget to follow us too at Pornder Pod. You got Sound Guy Seth, yep, right? Sound Guy Seth, at yes. Sound Guy Seth. That's yep. S E F. Yes. So it's like sex, except for you get an F in sex. Yes. Seth. S E F. F. Yes. Yes. All right. Sound Guy Seth. So follow us all. We're back. Um, all right. So your Twitter is Just Dave Triple X. Yes. Okay, cool. All right, so you start your first scene, the guy can't get it up. Right. So then what happened is then my friend would just step in and bang out the chick. Mm-hmm. So I'm like holding camera half Do you ass. think your friend started this um, site so he could stick his dick in some vagina? I I start, you know, in hindsight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like back then, I he thought- He sold like, it to you in a different way, though. Right. He was like, oh, well, we can do this and that. And I'm like, oh, this is great, you know? But I was, I was just- kind of angry and it's like i'm like, come on hurry up so i was fucking with these guys heads not trying to fuck with these guys heads and uh it was it was uh entertaining so um we did that and then uh we 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 were trying to book more girls and then he's like oh we're gonna use an agent and then he used uh i don't know oh this is before you red rose red rose do you remember her no you probably hear about her he was no. agent for like courtney comes Oh, I remember like her. Taryn Thomas. Uh, I remember her. Uh, Electra Blue. I remember Electra Blue. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one, too. So you started She's going, cool. but but what kind of, were you still trying to use amateur guys? Uh, yes, because the whole concept was, um, it wasn't my concept. Uh, dude, how did these like pro girls feel about working with these amateur guys well, who it, would just so noodle dick? This is So what happened is I was like, bro, come on, we can't use your fat, hairy ass every scene. And then uh, we we brought in James Tien at 18 years old. Oh, yeah. Was oh. that back when he was working with Wanker Wang? Uh, no, before. You remember Wanker Wang, right? Yep. Uh, I yeah. used to PA for him. Yeah. Oh, dude, he was a nutball. But uh, no, so we started using James Dean, 18 years old. I took him to his first AVN. I was bribing every doorman with 100 bucks. To get oh, you're in. sneaking him in because well, AVN was 21 and over? Well, every club in Hollywood was 21 and over. Uh-huh. Not necessarily AVN. So Wait, we, this was when it was in L.A.? Uh, no, no, in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was 18. It was like we went porn. Uh, it was 2004. We went to uh, our first AVN. It was cool. It was So we started learning about, you know, oh, there's agents. And there wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, agents. So James Dean was just tearing these girls up, though, right? Uh, at 18 years old, he was pretty good. Yeah, for an 18-year-old. It's like I got some pics in my phone. If I show you how we used to dress him, because he would we dress him funny in every oh, of course. And then it started being like he would just sit there and like just kind of randomly pull his dick out and be camera B. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I just found a bunch of photos the other day of it. Oh, that's hilarious. We'll have to put them on the website. So, oh yeah, no, for sure. So what happened was, uh, then I started uh, ask my friend like. You know, maybe I'm gonna. I'm bored. You know, I got time because I got money coming in. I don't really need a job, and uh, I go, hey, I'll learn how to edit. So I'm all right. I like to learn things. So. Final cut. Uh, actually, yes. Yeah, final cut. So that's not Premiere. No, that's when I I transferred from PC to Mac. Right. So um, 
Final Cut. And then I'm like, dude, this stuff sucks. And it was it would something that I can edit in five. If I shoot it, I can edit it five to ten minutes. If yeah. I shoot it. Well, that I think that's true with anyone. Like, if you shoot and edit your own stuff, then you know how to shoot the stuff to make it look good in, in edit, right? Like, it's it's an important. That's why, like, major Hollywood produce uh, directors and stuff keep going to the same editors because they talk the same language, they understand each other, right? Because I mean, even sometimes I'll shoot stuff for Adriana, and then she'll send me an email on how she wants it edited, and I'm like, "What? Like, huh?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but and this... I know her inside out. Literally. Yeah, literally, literally, literally. Uh, I've seen her inside out. Me too. <laughs> I think we all have. I think we all have. Yeah, <laughs> I've edited it as well. Yeah, yeah, you too. So what happened is, uh, I told him after I edit, try editing his stuff. I'm like, hey, let me. So before I started shooting, I went to a porn party. I'm like, oh wow, I got a porn party. That's when I met uh, Craven. Craven Moorhead, nice. Yeah, so it, me and him became fast friends. Um, so what I would do is work on this internet project at night, and then I would PA for him, and I held a sea light for him. <laughs> then what happened is I saw how he lit, and then I was- You started learning lighting. Well, yeah. I learned how to light better. So for I, those of you who don't know, and I think I know this correctly, the sea light is, you're the guy that comes around with the light to make sure there's no shadow. You're moving, right? Yep. It's, yeah. it's the dick light. Yeah. So like he's constantly right behind the director making sure there's no shadow. If he sees a shadow, he's going to position the light so that shadow goes away. It's basically so you can see a rosebud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So- what I I also started reading books on how to light because anything I do I like to do 110 percent so I started reading books photography books um, and then around that time I met Alan Stills by Alan Correct. we all know him yeah Stills by Alan so, I shot I shot at his house before yeah yeah so Alan was just a box cover designer that's right he oh, was man. he was doing DVD covers and VHS covers right that's the whole reason he moved out here from Massachusetts was just to design covers that I was like his goal. That. That was his goal. Oh, yeah, no, he, he he's got a college degree and everything yeah. in uh, graphic design, arts. Graphic yeah. arts. Well, I did not know that. Yeah. So then I met Alan, and then uh, Alan never took a photo. And then on my set, he bought a camera, and then uh, he took pictures of. Uh, I had Delilah Strong that day, and then like he took pictures of her, and then she went home with him, and they started dating. It was random. <laughs> oh wow! But Alan took his first stills like on my set, but then. Me and Alan learned lighting and Craven, like from Craven. Like we learned lighting, uh, positioning, everything, like photo mm -hmm. positioning. I mean, it, it's crazy because if you look like at Alan's stuff, like his stuff is like, like all like storylined, like nice music in the background, like plot driven porn, mm -hmm. you know? And so, he, but he was just starting out as a DVD cover guy. Correct. That's hilarious. But it was fun. It would be funny because then, you know, we both learned like you could take a photo, but can you take a porn photo? Mm -hmm. And that's what we learned. We learned uh, proper framing from Craven. Nice. Me and Alan, you know, he, he would like, Alan would take pics and go, Hey, how are my pics? And Craven glanced at him. He's like, do them again. They was, suck. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. But uh, you know, so me and Alan got good at photography. I was always getting better and better at video, and then uh, I got really good at lighting. And then one thing I still do is because you know I'm primarily a Gonzo shooter, I still use C light. 
and Craven, he shoots pretty stuff now. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, no, I still use Sea Light. And then what I learned is so all the stuff I learned uh, paying for him was uh, how to light, how to shoot better, uh, movements, shots to get, which everyone thinks they can shoot porn. It's yeah. like, it's hard. If you don't know what you're doing, Oh, dude. I mean, everyone thinks it's so easy, you know? Like, Nothing's easy in this business. Dude, like, to this day, I'll I'll hear, like, veteran people being like, this girl has been in the industry for three years, and she still doesn't know to cheat to the camera. You know, it's like, how does this happen? Well, <laughs> if the guy's good, the guy will position Yeah, the guy will. Yeah, he can like, open her which, up. which is another reason why not everyone can be a fucking male porn star. Like, everyone thinks they can do it. But, like, I, I think when we're g- regressing here, What people need to understand, the reason why male porn stars are so good, well, one of the reasons is is they know how to position the girl to get the shot. They also know how to position the girl to make her look good. So if you become a good male talent and you can position a girl to look good and that girl sees how good she looks with you, you get more bookings, you know? But if you're noodle dicking and, um, you know, closing up to the shot and you're making everything look amateur, you're not going to get hired again. Right. No, it's, I mean, the better guys, like, you know, I like using Prince and Isaiah and, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of top guys. It's like Jason Love. Oh, Jason Love. (laughs) I remember shooting his first scenes. Dude, like, I always tell this story, and I know I already told you, Dave, but you might not have heard it, Seth. Um, but there, like, there are so many people who've approached me incorrectly about Adriana, right? Like they, they've been like, Oh, tell Adriana, I want to work with her. Or like, I've even had one guy tell me that if it weren't for me, that he would be with Adriana, right? Like, we have a special bond. I know who you're talking about. This guy told me, right? So I've had lots of people approach me in strange ways in regards to Adriana, but Jason Love was all like, well, you know, like I just met him, like we'd hung out maybe a few hours and like I saw him the next day and he's like, yo, bro, when are me and you going to DP your girl? And I was like, <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it, man. Like, I'm like, it's the only person who never offended me by like coming at me about something like trying to like do something with Adriana or like something like I was just like, Jason's such a good guy. Like, he's a big dude, but he's a teddy oh, He's so nice. Big he's dude, such a good guy, man. Nice. He's a uh, ex-Marine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's why. Okay. He, Cause he's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. No, ex-Marine. He's great. Great guy. But, oh, all right, so we're getting off the timeline. So you've moved on. This is how every show is too. We always get off timeline, right, and right. then I'll direct it back. So you're um, you're running light uh, for Craven. You're learning how to take porn pictures for Craven with Craven, and then then what happens next? I started doing. Uh, learn, then I started also PAing and doing photography for Chico Wang. Oh, Wanker Wang. Yep. If you guys ever. Do you know who Wanker Wang is? Seth? No. Okay. Oh, man. Like you don't want to. Know. So this guy. Um, just to make a long story short, um, he was a person of interest in a death and he committed suicide or so the story goes, um, right around that time when the police were looking for him. Well, uh, his girlfriend over overdosed. Yeah. There, there was, uh, well, I, w- I knew both of them really it, well and she had a drug problem and I don't look, I mean, people hated him and wanted to kill him and I was in between him and many an ass whooping. And yeah. People just wouldn't cross me to beat him up. Well, he was a button pusher. Like, yes, he was. But he uh, also made hilarious porn. Yeah, he was like, funny. Was he he's the one or... who discovered Daron the Minion. 
And it, oh, dude, like, and he used to fucking make Tyrone the Minion eat Cheetos while he fucks girls. Dude, like, he made. I was there when he made Tyrone dress up as Superman with an Afro wig and then run his arms out in front of him and like pretend he was flying. Yeah. And he went through the walk through the drive-through like shh. Oh, dude. And he's ordering at the drive-through and he's like, "What? You can't serve Superman." Would you say like Wanker Wang is like was the Andy Kaufman of porn? Oh, absolutely, dude. He was just so just just Google him. Uh, you'll probably find a, b- a bunch of bad articles written about him. But he was like he was a character, dude. He was a character. He was uh, alcoholic. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's still me. That's yeah, part mean, of his character. He was. It was. I mean, it was good because I don't know. It's like we got along, but near the end of it, he started pushing everyone away. Yeah. Like, I mean, mean. James Dean, because we were both pretty close with him. But, uh, dude, he also, like, discovered Hung Low. I don't know if you remember Hung Low. No. Oh. Hung Low was after Jerome the Minion. Mm. Really? Hung Low was interesting. He was a small Asian guy, uh, really nice guy, um, maybe 120 pounds. And, like, he would do whatever Chico told him. Like Chico had him bend over, had a girl eat his ass and throw hot sauce on his ass for oh, yeah. flavor. Yeah. I mean that's the stuff he did. Yeah, he did crazy shit. I was I would just shake my head like what Because the, the only fuck? Asian dude I remember is Kenny Styles. Man. Kenny that, was good. Was Kenny's one. a good performer. Kenny's a good guy. I, I like Kenny. But before Kenny there was Hung Low, but Hung Low is more of a comedy. Where uh, Kenny Styles was more serious, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. uh yeah, I think Kenny's probably one of the best. So you know, I mean Hearing the name Hung Low, I can only imagine that Wanker gave him that name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wanker Wang. Yeah. So I, I was taking photography for him and doing box cover shots. So my game got better and better. Uh, and then I was also videotaping, uh, you know, the Lucky Stranger and a couple of the little projects. Mm. Um, and then, you know, started doing hand jobs and blow jobs as part of it and you were giving hand jobs no 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 you were I was, I, I was you were a fluffer is that nah, what you're saying i was i was, I was no I was shooting him and uh, then wait wait were you a stunt cock uh no comment yes and no so uh. what happened is um there was a point where it was like oh you know i could perform and then i started making like well do i want to be, be taken serious as a director or be that creepy director that is always trying so what i did and the the few things i did was like well, because I'm hiring these guys and I'm paying them. Oh, wow, you guys got small dicks. <laughs> no, but that's, you know, because in porn you're thinking like, oh, they're huge, you know? And then I was just like, uh, really? I'm paying for dick half the size of mine? And, and it was like, so I, I did a couple BJ scenes. And then I started thinking about where I wanted to take it. So I quit doing that. And then I never performed again. You had a vision. You had yeah, a vision of what you well, wanted to do. Because the thing is, is this. If you're on set, when girls come to my set, is work. You know, two things they know. They know the photos are going to look good. The videos are going to look good. Because when a girl comes in, she's trusting me with her brand. So my job is to, to present her brand better than the last guy that shot her. So if she thinks I'm trying to be all Mr. Creepy and trying to book a scene with her, She's not going to take me serious when I tell her to get in these uncomfortable positions. So especially when it comes to photography, the first 20 to 30 photos, the girl's trying to figure out, is this guy creepy? Is this guy trying to hit on me? And I don't, I don't, uh, my compliments are as simple as this. 
Wow, you look really fit today. Wow, you got a beautiful smile. You got pretty eyes. Wow, no. your skin's amazing. I don't say nice vag, nice tits, mm-hmm. nice flapper, you know, spokes. You know, where it, it's like, spokes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but I try to keep it more professional. So after 50 photos, the photos get really good. So then the girls start responding. And then I show them some pics and they're like, oh, shit, this guy's actually good. Because I'm competitive. I, sh- I shoot every time I shoot. You know, I shoot my own stills. I shoot my own video. So then uh, come video time, I like to use the better guys because out of 80 amateurs I shot, one can do it. And I would never even hire that one. So I always just try to keep uh, better guys. So uh, what happened is then I started doing some stuff for, uh, what was the company? They changed the name. It was, uh, it was something before it was porn.com that I forgot. And I was shooting for them out of Canada, shot a lot of scenes. Mm. So, yeah, I was doing like 20 a month. You know, a any, lot. Anywhere yeah. from like 25 to, yeah, between 25 and 30. And I got so good because I learned to edit way before. I would shoot, and then I can drop all my cuts, and then I was able to export back on tape, and I would send them tapes with all the cuts. Yeah, wow. less work for them. So back in the day... Um, you used to just shoot porn and then send your tapes to you know whoever. No, it was. no, no, no. I would, I would, I would copy the tapes. Right, I know. I'm, edit them and then put them back. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling the audience. Right, so right. there were some directors that didn't have to edit. They would just send the raw raw data to um, to whomever. So I know like Team Skeet used to do that, and a few other people used to do that. Um, so you used to be able to just send your raw data. And then as times change, now you have to be able to do everything. You got to be able to do your own photos. You got to be able to film your own. You got to have your own lights. You got to have your own equipment. You got to, you got to pay the girls up front, you know, and then get reimbursed by companies. Like it's, it's a whole different animal nowadays. You got to be able to edit all your stuff. Um, back in the day, like you just send your stuff off and it'd be taken care of. Like you didn't have to worry about DVD menus. Cause back when I used to do editing for, for some girls, like I'd have to do DVD menus and other stuff like that. Wow. But I always put like secret little Easter eggs on DVD menus. I was like, that's a lot of work too. Yeah, but I, no, I used to always sneak it in, not tell anyone. <laughs> so like, no, I got good at editing. But what happened is, I was it was funny because um, there was a time where DVD was like way bigger than internet. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. internet rate was six hundred dollars for a boy girl, and then the DVD rate was eight hundred. So that, that's, that's so difference. cheap. That's well, so cheap now. Well, I think what, oh, and then the funny thing is we'd go to the hotel. So it'd be like me and some internet directors, you know, Jimmy Lifestyles, Bobby Manila. Like we were internet shooters and, you know, all these guys, red light directors, all these big guys would come in. And then all of a sudden the, the agent would say, okay, the real directors are coming. You guys got to leave. <laughs> but what we, we were shooting so many scenes, like we we're shooting out of hotels and, like reality style and it's like everyone's shooting for like dvds and everyone just thought that because we shot internet like we must have used some little internet camera they didn't think we used professional equipment right right they thought that we shot like little on on like webcams yeah like like we shot on webcams and they never took us seriously and then one year i think i don't know uh, maybe 2000 
six or seven. When Jenna sold her website for thirty million. Uh it was <laughs> r- no, it was right before that. When did Jenna sell her site? I don't remember. It was around. It's, it's got to be around two thousand six. So I think it, it probably was around maybe two thousand six. What happened is I showed up to AVN, and there was more internet booths than DVD booths. Yeah. That's like now. You show up to AVN now, it's more cam site Tons booths of cam girls. than I, I, I listen, I, if you're a cam girl, God bless you. Like, I'm fine. Like, that's cool. But like I call you guys at AVN, I call you guys wannabe sluts. Cause I like my girls slutty. Like the sluttier the better. I don't want some girl that just teases me on camera. I want that girl that goes out and gets three dicks in her ass. You know, right? Like that's exactly. my thing. That's my thing. But these cam girls anyway. We digress. <laughs> Going back. I just had to jump in there. Sorry. I had to, had, I could get that off my chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. Um, so you're basically sharpening your skills, and no one knows that's happening because they think you're rinky-dink internet people. Right. And then that year is like when everyone found out. But I already – there was a couple uh, websites I would go to that I was able to get international clientele, mm-hmm. and I'll leave those secret. But uh, so I would always get clients that I never met wiring me money. And I had a good, I mean, I'll say it, it was a GFY. So it was uh, internet boards where, I mean, it's just, it'd be lame if a million fans go there. But uh, it'd be these internet boards that I would uh, post pictures and I had relationships because I was going to, since 2004, I started going to all internet shows. So AVN would be, like one week and then right after that everyone would leave and then the internet show would be the um ncis or no no internext internext yeah yeah so i would go to internext and just keep my relationships with everyone that posted on the boards i would get to see them in person yeah and then there'd be a lot of people that wired me money and i never met and what happens is you have a you have a on the boards if someone says you burn them that's it. Yeah, of course. You're done. No, you're done in the whole industry. Of course, yeah. So, uh, you know, I had a good relationship with everyone, and, uh, you know, I got a lot of work. So like do you make your way over to the the big sets? I'll, I'll call them big sets. Or do the big sets make its way to the internet, or is it kind of in between? Uh, define it. So, like, did you end up starting to work for the bigger companies on real sets for the DVDs and stuff? Never. Or did the DVDs go the way of the Dodo, and then suddenly people started taking interest in what you were doing? Everyone took interest in what I was doing. Yeah, nice. But I never, the only time, like, I never worked on big sets, like, for, as a shooter. What happened is, you know, I shot, but I wanted to learn different things. So I asked to do photography for, like, uh, Sal. I did, he did a penthouse. And I'm like, look, I'll work. So he rented my equipment, hired me as a photographer. <laughs> and then uh, I, I met Alex Ladd, who's someone I always wanted to meet. Good videographer, good lighting. So then I really learned some good technical lighting from him. And I did it more to learn. I mean, I don't mind getting told what to do, but generally I, I direct. I don't, I don't work for other people, but I wanted to learn mainstream lighting, like mainstream porn lighting. So I did a few of those. And then it reminded me why I like Gonzo so much. Yeah. Yeah, Gonzo's so much easier. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's it's the difference between, worst case scenario, six-hour day, and then worst case scenario on a real set, 
24 hours, 26 hours. But it's funny that it was Sal that brought me. He he knew he knew about my photography because I mean, Sal are friends. Yeah, but he, you also had that jujitsu um, camaraderie as well. Did he right? know that already? Well, when I got into porn, um, everyone's like, "Oh, you do jujitsu?" I go, "Yeah, I train a little bit." I was already black belt, and it was like, "Yeah, there's this guy, this badass named Sal." I'm all, "Oh, really? What belt?" He's all blue. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I met Sal. Was when he was a blue. I think I think he was a blue and I was a white. Wait, yeah. so are you guys different ranks now? He got he. Well, got his... Sal's a, a multi-striped black belt. Since I got my black belt, then got injured, and I don't train anymore. I don't get any stripes on my belt. Mm. So I mean, if I would have kept training, him and I would probably be right around the same same place. But Dave's got like 15 million stripes on his belt. Uh, just five. Just five. Yeah. So I mean, like that's a big deal. When do you get a red belt? Ah, uh, dude. Don't get me started on a red belt. Yeah, well, like, okay, but there's only all, like what four red belts in the world. Nah, or no, first of all, nobody gets a red belt except one. Who? Um, Who the, gets the red belt? I want to. They're, try, they're trying to. They tried to give it to Hickson, and he turned it down. He says he's yeah. not old enough. Yeah, but it, it goes. Uh, there's coral, and then there's a uh, white and red coral. And, yeah, and then the the red belt is only one person. There's only going to be one red belt. That's it. Who? Is it that guy? That who? Is I don't even know who it is. Guy? Google it. Shit, you're the one behind the computer. Oh, shit. So it's not I, the Machado I, guy you guys know? No, no, no. No. John Jock. They're, they're coral belts. They're coral belts. But, I mean, dude, you get me on jujitsu politics. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll move back to porn. We don't want to bore <laughs> bore yeah, exactly. our uh, our audience here. They want to hear about, you know, you getting girls naked and stuff. So. Oh, my God. Um, All right. So you're you're just basically doing a bunch of bunch of jobs and then you know um, like what, brazzers and and no, and so, mind geek and those start blowing up or well, what so the way i got on to brazzers was interesting and uh i was on that forum and i was shooting i got hired to do a lot of uh ghost directing mm -hmm. so before i worked for brazzers i was doing a lot of ghost directing uh photography videography and everyone put their name on my work i didn't care you mm -hmm. paid me so, I mean, I shot a lot of... You got paid to be quiet. Yeah, I got paid to be quiet. And I shot a lot of projects. Um, and it was DVD. So, yeah, I guess I did work DVD, but it was more on my terms. Mm. And, you know, they paid for rental equipment. They paid me to shoot video. They paid me to shoot stills. And then they paid to rent my equipment, which was a lot as well. So, I did that. And uh, everyone knew I was a good shooter. And then I shot for internet companies, which no one... They don't put your name on it. So then, uh, yeah, is there, like, what are they going to do? Run credits on the internet back then? No, there's like no bandwidth. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not going to waste time on everything was gonzo on the internet. So, uh, on this uh, forum, uh, someone was talking shit. So, what happened is uh, MindGeek, it was called Mansef, got bought up by uh, a guy. Um, that, that guy from Netherlands? Yeah. Um, actually, I think it was German. No, I'm pretty sure he's in the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, well, I still got his contact. We we chat. Um, he, so what happened is he came in. I think it was it was a lot. I mean, I know how much, but we'll just leave it at that. Well, he's the one that that uh, monetized Pornhub, right? Correct. Yeah. So he bought all the properties, and then bought two more tube sites, and bought uh, then ended up adding Twisties to it. He bought Twisties. He bought Play. I mean, they they just bought everyone. Like, yeah, they bought everyone. For those of you who don't know. When it Mind Geek's the biggest in the industry, right? Uh, yes. Mind Geek, and then Manwin's the other one, right? Well, no, Manwin. Okay, it turned it. It was Mansef, 
turned into Manwin, turned into Mind Geek. Mind Geek. Okay. So all the same. So Mind Geek pretty much owns all of porn. They're based out of Canada now. Correct. Um, and the guy he's talking about, I forgot his name. There's a really good um podcast uh by Ron what's his name? Ron Ronaldson or something. It's called the butterfly effect porn on, you can get it on audible. It's free. Um, but he, it, there's a, they interview this guy. It's really good. Go check it out. But then, I mean, this guy just came in, bought up Pornhub, monetized it, bought up all the other tube sites. Uh, pretty much every tube site is owned by these people. Pretty much all of porn is owned by these people. Was it Fabian? Fabian. I think you're right. I think yeah. that was, his name. um, it, it, so, anyways, he, I mean, and then he used to post under name uh, uh, Nathan, like, so it, he called himself Nathan, but his name was Fabian. And then he'd post, and everyone knew he bought it. And back then, everyone hated him because the tubes. It was it was a free porn site. Yeah, because uh, the tubes were stealing everything. Yeah, the st- it was just basic. You know, there was no copyright. Um, um, it was bad. I mean, like, I mean, it was the Wild West. Yeah, and he was making money off other people's content, right? Right. But what a lot of people don't know what he did is he actually revolutionized everything. He did. He, I mean, people don't know this, but he, I mean, I know because I was in the know because I was on the internet side from day one. But what happened is uh, he turned, instead of paying for ads on the tube sites, he turned them all into affiliates. Mm. So then he got people uploading uh, their own content. Okay. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off real quick. Shoot. So- to learn about this, guys, and if you want to know what what happened with porn, the big revolution, the internet revolution of porn, there's a podcast by Ron. Uh, wait, I just saw Ron. I'm sorry, John Ronson is an English chap, um, and it's called the Butterfly Effect, and it has one on porn. Um, so go listen to that, and it tells you the story of this guy Fabian that Dave is talking about. Does he talk about where he got the money? Yeah, I don't know if he talks about that. I, I don't remember, but I mean, he interviews him, and I think they, I think they interview Craven too. Well, there's I, there's one interesting thing that is. No, they interview uh, Mike Quasar. Sorry, not Craven. Yeah, but there's a lot of things people yeah. don't know. Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, like, but, the, but the most that's it, broad this strokes. Guy, this guy was genius because what he did was um, he worked. He was a programmer for Nats, and that's affiliate tracking software. And he used to go by the name Nathan, and it used to be called he he called it Nats, which stood for Nathan's Affiliate Tracking Software. Uh. So, nice. but the short one is, um, he knew where every dollar in porn was made and where it went worldwide. So he he went in a, in a I mean I know how these other people made money, um, but he went to the biggest richest people like in some Eastern Bloc country that I won't say and uh, borrowed the money, hmm. and then made these huge things and then just. Turned all the turned all the tube sites into affiliates. Yeah, he really he, changed he affiliate. The game. Like, uh, and and I have to say, like, you know, out of all the all the sites out there now, the ones that MindGeek run are run like, well. They're run well, and they're trying to pay the right people. Yeah, I mean, they're making a difference. Listen, when it comes to product of any kind, distribution always makes the most money. 
because it, it's not something they have to build. They just have to get it there, right? So, and, and that's what they are. They're a distribution house. So distribution always makes the most money out of everything. Even if you look at regular movies, even back in the day when they made film, right? The people who were driving the film out to the movie theaters and taking a cut were making the money, right? More so than the Hollywood studios were, the distributors were. And so it's the same thing. But I mean, yeah. and, and I, I will give it to MindGeek. They are trying to get money directly to the talent, which is where I think it needs to go. I mean, of course, directors and stuff need to get paid as well. But I mean, like, until we get to the point to where it's like, how it works with Hollywood where, you know, there's point systems. Like if a movie does this well, then you get, you know, four points. Like, you know, Brad Pitt gets some like 12 points and those people, but right. You know, but I don't think we're going to be there for so a long, long time. That guy revolutionized everything. So he was on this board that I would chat on. And then someone said, there's people that hated him because he bought a company that was known for stealing, mm. you know, and he was in the process of changing all that. So, you know, this guy slammed him. Ah, oh, browser sucks. and They're not good. And their content isn't good. So uh, what happened was, uh, like, he challenged someone. Uh, he challenged the guy to do a solo. All right, I'll pay you money. Do a solo, and we'll let our, our fans judge uh, your solo compared to our shooter solo, and then we'll let them choose to see who wins. And then I saw my my chance, and I was like, "Oh well, all right." So then I just go behind the keyboard. I'm all, "All right." I raise your solo. I add a boy girl to it. I'll shoot the stills. I'll shoot the video. I'll edit the video, and you know what? I'll pay for everything, and I guarantee mine will be better than anyone around here can shoot. And then a lot of people knew I can shoot, and I knew I can shoot, and. Uh, so what happened was uh, everyone was like, oh, shit. So they, t they turned it into a contest. But the fucked up thing is some, he, some other people chimed in and goes, oh, I like your work. Why don't you submit and maybe I'll get you a job. But after I came in and dropped my bomb, then everyone, they turned it into a contest. Hmm. So now it's like. And that had never been done before. No, it's never been done. And I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, dude, I could beat people around here. And then all of a sudden, they opened up the contest worldwide. And I was like, shit. But I'm trying to, like, play it cool. But one thing I did do is uh, I researched the site. I looked at the marketing. Yeah, you, you found out what the audience was going to like. Exactly. Yeah, you got to do your research, man. I knew what girls they liked. I knew what they looked for. I knew the style. I knew you got to. I'm going to use some marketing jargon here. You got to understand your vertical, okay? You got to understand your vertical. So it was... Uh, so I ended up uh, shooting uh, Julianne, who I've known since I was 18. Still around? Yeah. I mean, she's funny. I mean, we're, we're still really good friends. But I've she sends me pics of me and her when I was like 18, you know. But oh, So you've really known her a long time. Right. But it's like, I, I you know, her boyfriend was my roommate, you know. But uh, so I hired her, and then uh, I owned a studio. And then since I don't have to hire a cameraman, I didn't have to hire a photographer. I got my friends to uh, be extras. And then uh, they sent everyone the same script. And then I looked at the script, and I'm like, you know what? Let's change this around a little bit. So I knew how to do script writing, so changed the script around. And then I added, like, a dream sequence. I added things to it. Everyone went to the script. So I changed it all up. 
fucking worked on my shots and then uh shot it turned it in and long story short i won and then but the thing is all their fans voted on it and so many good directors that i thought i still think they're amazing i don't think anyone sucks it's like it comes down to competent not competent there is not like he sucks it's just competent non-competent but uh, so what happened is there were so many big names and good names and like I would see him like at testing or something and it's like yeah you know da 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 I'm I'm entered in the contest yeah I'm entered in oh you are I'm all yeah I'm all yeah five six thousand dollars is a lot of money to lose because there is no second place mm-hmm. so like I would tell that to people I think like a couple hundred people entered planting the seed and everything well every everyone entered but not. I think only uh, 18 people turned in. So, like, I think you got hundreds of people that entered, got the scripts and everything, but only 18 people turned in. But, like like I said, there was no second place. It was winner take all. So, you know, I would talk to people that I was like, dude, you're good. And, like, they didn't turn it in. But I would tell them, oh, that's a lot of money to lose. And it's like these guys it could be any given sunday you know but what i did is uh so so did you win this contest or not (laughs) well yes Uh, that's funny no no thank you okay so i this is what happened i won their voter fans and then all of a sudden they're like and everyone's telling me oh you're gonna get ripped off then they said you know what we're gonna take another week and we're gonna put it on pornhub and i was like fuck so I had to wait another week and then I was watching the scoring and I was behind the first couple of days and then I saw the numbers tally up. And then uh, I was at AVN when they announced I won. Nice. So it that's was cool. cool. Yeah, no, first was, time ever. Yeah, it was first time ever. Like I talked shit and then like backed it up. Like and then like Yeah, know. so by that by that time, now you have a name and, and the studios come calling and you have friends of friends and they're like, Hey, can you help me out with this or can you shoot for these people? These people oh, are yeah, looking all so, the time. Yeah, it, it's like I don't I mean, people come to me. I mean right. it's fun. Cool. I mean, I have a name. Um, you know, I don't burn nobody. It's like I always turn in Just Dave Triple X at Just Dave Triple X. You have an Instagram you want to share? Or yeah, no? same thing. Just Dave Triple X. But Just Dave my, my, X. my my Instagram's always like jujitsu. Yeah. French, it might might French not Bulldogs. be as fun. Yeah, French Bulldogs, occasional <laughs> occasional pick from set. So um okay, so like that's kind of the introduction to you into porn. Let's get to know Dave a little bit better, right? Yeah, so, um, Seth, you think you can pull this off if I were to do something like this? I think so. Set it up. Set so, up. He he doesn't know about this. Dave doesn't know about this. So, Dave, we're, you're you're going to a place. You're you know the music. I don't know if you can hear it anymore, but the music is there, and you're on a boat. And this right, boat, your setup's terrible. Hurry up, get it, get to it. Hi, your boat is leaking. All right, land, or where? Where is the boat? The boat's in the Caribbean. Somewhere. In the Caribbean. Okay. In the Caribbean, you hear this. Music. You're sailing in the Caribbean. You're sailing in the Caribbean. All right. He's doing good now. The boat's just starting to leak. Okay, and all of a sudden you land. You crash land into this. Boats don't, don't crash land. You can crash land. Right? Dude, he's got a condom on his face. The, the, so, the, so the does the boat land. does the boat have a link, a leak, or does it crash land? It, I'm confused. You said both. I both. Okay. okay right. does both. So right. we're rusty at this game, right? Yes, we're, we're rusty, rusty at this game. Yeah. Clearly. Right. So no, you you get to this island, all right, and there's how many we're gonna give him? Five. There are five ladies. Five ladies on this island. 
Who would you want to spend? No, nah, all right, yeah, like, yeah, all right, well, I'm gonna do this. Just do it. I, I, I wanted to watch you squirm. So, <laughs> all right, Dave. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. You got me squirming. You're, you're, know. you're sailing on a beautiful catamaran in the Caribbean island, enjoying yourself all alone. Suddenly, your skeg, your, your rudder on your catamaran breaks, and it takes you straight to an island that you crash land on. Apparently. Uh, that that you are marooned on, but on this island is five porn girls, any era in their prime. You can go back as far as um, Seika. You can go as new as who's the newest girl that we should know about, Seth? Caitlin Kitsaros. Caitlin Kitsara. Five girls in their prime, any era. What five girls are you going to be stuck on Porn Island with? Oh, my God. Now, you can bang them. You can have them cook for you. No, you can... no, 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 no. Oh, we're not going to You're just going to bang them. Oh, just bang them. Okay. You, like, you, you got you to gotta pick five girls any era in their prime. You could know them. You could not know them. Oh, my God. This is horrible. That's right. <laughs> That's what we do. Five girls? Okay, yeah. I can't even remember the girls I shot last month. Don't worry about No, we're they're talking about five girls that made the impression on you that you always wanted to either meet, shoot, bang, maybe someone you were jerking off to when you were 13. Uh, it is, doesn't matter. You know what, though? The problem is I'm still friends with them all. So what? Dude. We're going to have our guests play this game. You have to play this fucking game. And just give your apology first for forgetting someone. I know I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to forget no, you. No, Don't no, take no, it personal. No, no. I'm not trying to mess anything. I'm just trying uh, to remember girls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to remember boys? No. Uh, um, okay. That was good music. And, Kate, that was a beautiful, like, intro. Saf, you fucked that up. Really well, good. usually he's the one that does it. So. Really? You were doing okay. Yeah. until like, I haven't done that one ever. I don't five think. girls? Man, I got problems thinking of one. All right. Um. Okay. Um. Five girls, any era, in her prime. Any era, in her prime. You can shoot them. You can bang them. You can hang out with them. Oh, if I could shoot them, like, that's easier than bang them. All right. Do, do whatever you want. The problem is every time I shoot them, I would never want to bang them. That's who cares. Just okay. Some just, of the best girls I ever shot, it, and it's in no particular order. Probably one of the best scenes I've ever shot in my life was Adriana, Megan, Rain, Manuel. That was good. That I mean, I I mean, granted, you date her, but I I would have to say she's probably one of the best, easiest. There we go. Performers. I like that answer. So Megan and, and, and Adriana are the two. Uh, um, yeah, I, it was probably the best threesome I've ever shot in my life. It was uh, 45 minutes straight with squirting in each other's mouth, not one cut, all anal. That's the way I like it. Dude, it was... Well, Manuel's good. He's not But, done. like, yeah, it, it's more or less working with them because the problem is, 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 as horrible as it sounds, it's like after I work with them, I, I don't see them as anything other than friends. So it's not like I work with them and I think about them later going, yeah, I wish I fucked them. Generally, when I get to know them, that's it. It's done. You know, it's like, I mean, because even when I go look at porn and jerk off, if I know the girl or know the guy, you can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm like that too sometimes. Like, you know, they're they're like, oh, you know, speaking some other language and shit. But uh, there's three more then. Okay, working with. No, we said five. So she's yeah, got, so he's two, got Megan, Adriana. Oh, you got Megan in there. Yeah, yeah, those two were some of my favorite performers. You know what? 
I've been friends with Nikki Benz for a while, and I got to work with her right before COVID, and she was so awesome. To work Nikki with. Benz. Yes. Nikki Benz. Work right. with, not fuck. So nah, we're talking about work with. Right, it's fine. Right. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Benz was uh, okay. really professional. So that's three. You're over halfway there. It's only taking you ten minutes. I know. I suck. Right. Um, let's see. This is because this is this is how we're gonna harass our our audience members when we do this game with them. Let's see. Two more. I know, I know, I know. Um, Someone that you never shot that you always wanted to shoot. Oh, never shot. Yeah. It's never shot and always wanted to shoot. Usually it's like if I don't know him, I'm always scared. Or just someone that you shot already that you, know you what? like. I, you know who I really like? And I shot her, and she was amazing, and I referred her to everyone. Uh, what is it? Uh, Alex Cole. Hi, Alex Cole. Like, she's actually really – I mean, when I – when I shot her, first of all, when I talked to her, amazing. Came in with outfits, brought extra outfits. One of the coolest girls I worked with uh, was able to do an accent. Like, she was cool. but She's really nice. But the best thing is this. You know, like, we do IDs. So she pulls out her passport, and guess what her second ID was? CCW. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. CCW. Uh. No, Alex Cole was uh, probably, I referred her to so many people because she was so pleasant to work with um yeah because it's got to be girls i work with because girls i don't work with i i don't ever have an opinion of them mm. um and then there's spiegler girls those are all good there's a lot of those we know those ones right are you Tom? still oh you still owe us one more yeah we 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 know a lot of the spiegler girls you know what asa was fun to work with asa yeah. kira yeah asa kira was i've worked with her a bunch of times and she was just amazing nice nice that's good yeah. So I would normally do a second island, but we're not going to do that now because you're taking too long. No, because it's like you have like bang, and it's like man, it's like I I can think of ten off the top of my head. Really? When was the last time we did a, a porn island for you, Seth? Probably two two and a half right, three years ago. So two, all right, all right, let's do a porn island for Seth all then. Right, all right, I can all right. do that. Well, just to keep people. You're all right, in a boat and you're jerking. Do, all right, yeah, guy. practice it, Dave. Yeah, practice. This is his first porn me. island. All right, Seth, you're on a boat. You're jerking your cock off. You're looking up at the stars, and you're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on!" Before we go any further, there's something we need to like get out in the open here. So, Seth, you've been on this podcast for how many years now? Five years, not counting the our off years. So, like three oh, years, uh, right? Yeah, three, four years. Three years, like right? How many girls in the industry have you met uh, through the podcast or in general? Oh, not, not not counting um, uh, AVN and just like meeting people, but but like you interact with. At least a hundred, probably a hundred. Okay, least. so Dave, Seth has met over a hundred industry girls. Damn. Guess how many he's hooked up with? None. Wow. He he. I think he knew already. No, how did I you know? I, no, oh, really? No, because I'll tell you why. Because you care so much, they see it. Hmm. If you do not give a fuck. They will fucking stock your shit. Well, I mean, like, there's more to it than reverse psychology, in no, my I'm opinion. Just, but yeah, I don't know. But the th- okay, because well, I try to keep it professional. I, I, I have, you know, yeah. Well, also a, a big problem with Seth is he wants to do the right thing and behave the right way. And, and th- actually, this isn't a problem. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. Like, Seth has been around us to know that you treat these girls professionally. You don't come on yeah. to them when you're in the studio, Very when you're true. talking about our podcast. 
you're not trying to hook up, right? Right. You know, but it's another thing if you spark a friendship and things happen. I that, mean, like that's, that's how this too. podcast is how I met Adriana, you know, so like things can happen, right? But I just wanted to get it out there that that Seth has been around these industry girls for this long and he hasn't you were supposed to get your dick sucked by I Alex know. Alex, Alex Moore. Moore and she promised it and then she failed yeah, I think on she it. She moved. She moved to Vegas or somewhere, right? She moved to Reno. All right, all right, all right, Dave, back back to the task at hand. All right. Now so I'm before, jerking off. That's what you were okay, saying. Before, before I was rudely interrupted by <laughs> Khan. All right, so you're jerking off and you're just looking up in the sky going, This is kinda cool. And then all of a sudden, wham. Your boat runs ashore. Now, you're on this island, and you're wondering, what would be cool banging five chicks of my choosing? So let's say that you, 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 you're rubbing your cock, and then all of a sudden a genie comes out of your dick. <laughs> all right? So nice. you're rubbing that cock really hard, and all of a sudden a genie comes out and grants you five. Genie wish. Yeah, was like genie was a new thing. The genie, the genie's new. I mean, we can we can definitely make a new bit called the porn genie, which <laughs> might be fun. Uh, and, and Seth can do us do some. Um, all right. Do, a, do some tracks for us. All right. So jump, so, jump, right. jump to the wishes. So, right. But since we're playing porn island music, you have to stay on porn island. All right. So now, what he gets to make a wish, or he just, yeah. How did I get him there? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta you gotta crash land his boat. So we crashed already. Yeah. We already crashed yeah, land. So we got that far. So so now there's five missing shrouded, isn't that like missing shrouded figures that came out of nowhere. So we so, have five girls. So there, right? what? And you get to make them who you want them to be? No, no. You get he gets to choose five girls any era uh in their prime on his porn island. Sounds like a wish to me. Well, yeah, it's yeah, a very good right. wish. So. I'm, I'm going to go back just for Dave, just for Dave. I'm going to go back into the, the time machine here for okay. one of them. I'm going to pick Bobby Starr for one of them. Oh, Bobby's awesome. Bobby Starr, she's great. I'm going to go back in the, in the era, too, and I'm going to pick um, Jesse Jane in her prime. I'm going to do Jesse Jane. Jesse Jane, okay. Um, the blonde. Yes. Right, right, okay. Um, just for con, you know, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to give a crazy gonzo girl. I'm going to do Eva Angelina. All right, all right. I'm going to do, let's see, Mar Megan Marks. I'm going to put her in there. All right. Yeah, and I'm going to get my girl, Caitlin Katsaros, in there, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's gotta get her nice. There we go. There we go. See, see, Seth knows how to answer questions. Well, Seth yeah. knows all the girls because he's like jerked <laughs> off to them all. Well, yeah, that's what you do to porn, Dave. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I, not I, all I, of us think of porn as a money-making uh, business. No, Some of us I mean, think well, of it I as know all the girls. I no, no, that. I have fun when I shoot, but it's like I don't know. After I shoot them, it's like there's so many girls I'm friends with. Like I chat with them all the time, hang out, get coffee. Mm. It's like I don't know. Not it, my way, I mean, Dave. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there, there, there's girls that I've had hung out with you know undercover that no one knows and i keep it quiet and you know they're kind of crazy you know con knows here and there because i'm sure i'm sure con would love to have some of those girls in his uh uh no he probably would no no <laughs> <laughs> no dave dave has been like oh you'll never guess who i'm i'm uh hanging out with and i've i've told him if this is something i'm going to want to gossip about don't tell me <laughs> just don't tell me and i've said that to him before i'm uh, like don't tell me yeah so no but i you know, like girls I've seen, 
it's I've shot them like I, usually it's like I end up dating them and then later I'll like the get on my list because what I don't do is uh, I don't generally choose girls uh companies choose them for me which is great so what happens is i mean i can make recommendations here and there but if a girl fits if it's a girl i'm seeing and she fits and i happen to shoot her um no one on set will know that we hang out oh so yeah you keep it real, real yeah really key. because one it's i mean there's girls i've been friends with for like eight nine ten years like that i, I mean like the other day or yesterday I, i've been talking to courtney comes last three days we've just been talking french bulldogs you know, like, because we've just been friends for so long. Yeah, that's you know? special connection there. To you know, and, and, and then, like, there's girls I've seen and then used to date and don't date anymore, and we still hang out, get coffee. They come into town, we'll get coffee, you know, and then there's girls that I've screwed around with. They come into town, we screw around, you know, we hang out. Or they got married, we still hang out, we get coffee, and we're still friends. So it it doesn't – it's not even the sex thing. It's like you just become friends with these girls. Mm -hmm. So um, the other thing is you don't tell anyone. It's weird because in mainstream, everyone tells everyone, and, like, like a guy will hook up with a girl, and she'll – like, the guys tell everyone. In porn, guys don't say nothing. It's yeah. the girls that talk. Guys don't say nothing. Because, one, if you're really friends with a girl, um, you don't want – to make it seem like she's getting work because you see her so you know it's people just keep it quiet that's a and, good point you know but the thing is is like man when you become friends with them over and over and you got to edit the videos that it's like you know yeah you get a little numb to it yeah you get way numb to it like i hang out with like a lot of girls it's like i don't know i mean yeah, that's the best way to explain it. But it's like you as a fan, it's like you know what you like because you watch it. Me, the problem is I see the girl or I see the guy. And then the other problem I have is like it could be POV. If I recognize that dick. Oh, dude. Oh, I already I know uh, exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Like that's what, like if I if I know the venue, I know the male talent, I'm out. Like I'm out. I'm Me not too. interested. I'm not interested. I'm, I'm like I'm like Khan now. Like anytime I see a certain performer i'm like i can't do this dude i, I love this. marcus debris he's super cool but like it's like up oh, there's marcus you know so. i'm like that about mick now well, well that being said we got more games do you know what this is dave uh no this is our outro music yes it is we've introduced you to the world all right guys um i want to thank everyone who stuck with us uh, from our two-year hiatus, we're we're back. We're back in a big way. Uh, Dave's going to bring a lot to the show. We're really excited to have him on. Um, we hope you enjoyed him. He had a nice, fun, fun chat. Uh, we stayed as far out of jujitsu as I could, but it's going to come up, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully, you guys can roll with that. Um, glad to have Seth back in studio. Happy to have you here, Seth. Thanks but so um, we're back, everyone. and we're back. We're going to be a big way. We're going to try and keep this going weekly. Um, I don't know if we we used to go up Thursday nights. I don't know if that's still going to be going on. We'll have to figure it out. But we just pulled this um, this podcast off to introduce you to Dave. We hope you like him. Um, we're glad you guys stuck around, even though we were a two year hiatus. Um, don't forget to follow us. Uh, at PornDurPod on Twitter, at JustDaveXXX, at SoundGuySef, that's S-E-F. Um, search for us on YouTube, Stitcher, 
iTunes, all those great things. We are on OnlyFans too, uh, porndirectorpodcast.com. All of our old videos are up there. We are going to have new video in higher resolution, no more 420. Um, uh, the sound is better. The, the sound is better. I, I think we welcome. can all agree. Yeah, Dave uh, dialed in the sound. We're looking good here. Sounds so, Dave, uh, welcome to PDP. Welcome to the ride. You're going to soon see that we have some pretty amazing fans. AVN will be a different experience to you. I mean, if we ever get one again. But AVN will be an all-new experience when we have our PDP fans there. It'll be really exciting. Oh, the one big difference is now you get to see the hosts. Oh, that's right. So the cameras are going to be on myself and Dave. So you'll get to see us talking as well. Seth, uh, unfortunately, is... Um, an acidic Jew and can't show his face. Uh, well, that's not true. Not that there's anything wrong with acidic Jews. Oh, um, he's wearing a condom on his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's mm-hmm. he's wearing um he's wearing uh oh shit. Where's my brain? I what's the thing that the Jews wear on their head? Uh, yarmulke. Yarmulke. He's wearing a yarmulke on his face. Um. So yeah, we're back. We're happy to have you, Dave. You got anything to say? Got anything to add? No, I think this will be fun. Uh, it was funny us uh, talking about it just a little while ago, and then you're like, "Hey, well, I got this," and uh, everything you do and all the ideas that you have done are a hundred times better than anything I thought of. Well, I appreciate that. Much respect. Yeah, this is a great time. All right, so um, Dave doesn't know do the, the outro, yeah, so let's. Do the, I'll, I'll do that part. I remember some of that. All right, okay, yeah. Do do the outro. So Dave. Day after day. Now get the mic closer week. to your face. It's not working. Right, so day, there you go. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, it is always good, good talking, talking porn. porn. Have a great one, guys. Welcome back.